You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Just Glow With It podcast. And if you are new here, welcome. My name is Jasmine. I am a certified life coach, content creator, and the host of this podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle, wellness, and self-growth. So we're switching it up a little bit today. Normally, when I record the podcast, it's in the afternoon with a cup of coffee. But today, we are recording in the evening with a glass of wine. So we're changing up the vibes a little bit today. But today, I want to have a conversation about how we can take care and show up for ourselves, especially when we're struggling or we don't feel like it. And I wanted to have this conversation today because over the past few days, I've kind of been having a hard time mentally and I've just been kind of going through a bit of a funk. And I feel like it's a combination of a few things. I haven't been feeling well physically. On top of that, I'm in my luteal phase. So that on top of not feeling well, on top of personal stuff, and also being cooped up in my apartment because of it has left me feeling a bit in a funk and a rut. And mentally, it's just been really challenging these last few days. And it's been hard to show up for myself, to want to be productive and do the things that I know make me feel good. And in the past, like years ago when I would have these types of rough days with my mental health or anything in that regard it used to feel like such a struggle to get myself out of this funk and oftentimes things would get a lot more worse before they got better but over time I've definitely picked up a lot of lessons and tips on how to better manage my mental well-being and how to kind of pull myself out of those ruts and those funks that I find myself in from time to time. So in today's episode, I kind of wanted to share with you my step-by-step process on how I manage my mental health and how I show up for myself, specifically during those times when I am struggling and when my mental health is not the best. And I just want to put out a little disclaimer before we get too far into today's episode. This is not professional mental health advice by any means. Although I am a certified life coach, I am not a licensed therapist, you are not my client, I know nothing about you, so this is not replacement for professional help at all. If you are struggling with mental health in any way, shape, or form, always seek out help from a professional. This is just a candid conversation where I'm sharing how I navigate my bad mental health days, how I pull myself out of a funk, and how I still manage to show up for myself even when I'm struggling. So I have a few tips for you, but before I get into that, I want to talk about what does it mean to show up for ourselves? When it comes to showing up for ourselves, I think it's a highly personal thing and it can look different from person to person. For me personally, showing up for myself means recognizing my own needs. It's meeting myself where I'm at without judgment and also committing to habits and routines that I know help me be the best version of myself. For me, it's a way of showing self-love and 
kind of showing myself that I am worthy enough, I'm valuable enough to prioritize my needs, my mental health, and focus on self-care. And when it comes to showing up for ourselves, I think in theory, it sounds like a great and simple idea, but I find that during those moments when we're really struggling, when we're having a bad mental health day, when we're feeling sick, when life is throwing us curveballs and we're overwhelmed and stressed and anxious, during those moments, it's a lot harder to show up for ourselves and ironically those are also the moments when it's most important to show up for ourselves and that's why I wanted to have this conversation because I think this idea of showing up for ourselves is so much easier said than done and having literally been in a rut these last few days I feel like this is a great time for me to share step by step day to day how I manage to show up for myself when I'm not doing that great I think first and foremost it begins with tuning into how I'm feeling and giving myself the space to experience those emotions without immediately trying to fix everything and I really want to emphasize that. I allow myself to feel how I'm feeling, to acknowledge my thoughts, acknowledge whatever it is that I'm going through, but I make sure that I'm not trying to fix myself, to feel better. In the world of personal development there's an abundance of advice on how to hack your life how to always be happy and positive in the beginning of my journey I definitely fell into that trap and aimed to be the most positive and happy person all the time and to always have my life together but obviously as I've experienced more life and I've gotten to know myself more I now know that that way of thinking is not only unhealthy but it's also very unrealistic. We are all going to have happy days, hard days, We all feel anger, we all feel sad, and all of these emotions, whether it's good, bad, positive, negative, it's all part of the human experience and it's quite literally impossible to never feel one side of the spectrum unless you quite literally live in a bubble and nothing bad ever happens to you and everything always goes your way, but I think even then, you will still have days where maybe you feel sad or empty and you don't know why. So I've learned to let go of this idea that I'm never supposed to experience negative emotions or I'm never supposed to feel upset or be sad and I've learned that my emotions are valid and healing begins with allowing ourselves to process our emotions without the pressure to fix ourselves right away. It's like that saying in order to heal it we must feel it and it's not about rushing to fix what's wrong with us. If we're feeling sad, angry, lonely, there's a valid reason behind those emotions and they're coming up so that they can be expressed and acknowledged and even when we do acknowledge our emotions that doesn't mean that we're immediately going to understand the reason why we feel the way that we do and honestly that's not the immediate goal either I know I tend to get into the mindset of when I am feeling a certain way, I immediately need to understand why. I need to understand why I'm feeling this way, how it's affecting me, what I need to do about it. I get into that fix mentality and I've learned that sometimes the reason why is not going to be 
so apparent and that can be very annoying to not understand why you're feeling sad for no reason or why you're feeling irritable but i've just come to accept that there's going to be times where i'm feeling a certain way and i don't quite understand why but i know as i go through this process that i'm going to share with you and the tips that i have that eventually i will get to the other side so basically during the first couple of days when i kind of started getting into this funk it was really challenging because as much as i wanted to force myself to feel better so that i could move on with my life and do the things that i needed to do i knew i had to sit with these emotions that were coming up for me and the thing about sitting with your emotions is it is not always easy if ever and it definitely is not pretty when i allow myself to kind of sit with my emotions it definitely impacts the way that i show up for myself for other people the first few days where i was kind of going through this little rut i wasn't feeling very productive i wasn't feeling motivated and i kind of like to call these days my blah days where they're not bad but they're not good they're just like and i just accept that sometimes i will have these blah days as much as i don't like them because the days where i just have to sit with my emotions i know that nothing i do will really help me to feel better and i kind of just have to go through the process so my next tip when it comes to showing up for yourself is to take a moment to notice how and where you tend to fall short when it comes to taking care of yourself and where you begin to self-sabotage when you are having a tough mental health day or when you're not feeling your best. I think understanding your self-sabotaging tendencies is very, very important in order to be able to prevent them from making you spiral out of control or get in into a worse predicament. As I mentioned earlier, in the past, when I was struggling, whenever I was in a funk, things often would get so much more worse before they got better. And that's mainly because I did not understand what my self-sabotaging behaviors were and how they impacted me and how they actually made things worse for me. And because I didn't know what they were, I had no control over them. When you do find yourself in a rut, take a close look at what you do what you don't do, how you think, how you react to things when you are in that challenging space. Some of my self-sabotaging behaviors or the ways that I stop showing up for myself when I'm struggling is first, my daily habits and my routines typically go out the window. That's usually the first thing I stop doing. I also become more irritable and snappy towards the people around me. I also tend to isolate myself even more in a sort of unhealthy way. And I also notice that the way that I talk to myself, the way that I feel about myself is more negative and i also do a lot more doom scrolling as well which of course makes things worse but now that i do have a better understanding of what these self-sabotaging behaviors are it's easier for me to catch myself and stop myself and make positive changes towards supporting myself and i'll get into some examples of how i made some positive changes and avoided self-sabotaging a little bit later 
But the next tip that I want to get into is practicing feel-good habits. Identify those feel-good habits that you know help you to feel like your best self, that uplift you, that make you feel happy. Think about how you can begin to incorporate those feel-good habits into your life. Sometimes when we're stuck in a funk or a rut, a simple shift in our daily routine, in our habits, is all it takes to make a huge difference in helping us feel better. So while I was in my funk this week, I made a list of my feel-good habits and that includes going to coffee shops, taking a workout class, chatting with my friends and my family back home, journaling, cooking a comfort meal with jazz music playing in the background, baking, spending quality time with my boyfriend, things like that. I looked over the list and I asked myself, okay, what can I do right now and how can I begin slowly integrating some of these habits into the next few days? So, The other evening, I decided I wanted to bake some cookies. So I put some music, I poured myself a glass of wine, and I baked some cookies, and then I FaceTimed my best friend. That in itself left me feeling so happy, so grateful, so full. And then the next morning, instead of working from home, as I had been doing all week, my boyfriend and I decided to work from one of our favorite coffee shops. And just changing my environment in that simple way also helped me to get out of this rut that I was feeling. I felt so inspired working from there. The playlist that they had was so on point. It was like the perfect fall playlist my coffee came out amazing and just being in a different environment and and in an aesthetically pleasing environment does wonders for my mental health and my happiness this whole week i had been struggling to get work done but just by taking these small actions i was able to accomplish more in one afternoon than i had the entire week because i could have definitely pushed through my feelings and I could have just focused on getting through my to-do list this week and not really made time to kind of let myself feel my emotions, go through the funk, do all the things. But I knew that in the end, it wouldn't be the best way for me to show up for myself. And in the long run, I'd probably burn out even more. And even if I did complete the things on my to-do list, it probably wouldn't have been my best efforts because I was not my best self while I was doing those things. I am a big believer in bringing in the right energy when I'm doing anything. So whether I'm showing up to record the podcast or I'm hanging out with a friend or I'm about to start anything, I like to make sure that my intentions and my energy are aligned. Though it might seem counterintuitive, I think taking a pause to care for yourself can often propel you further than trying to operate and get things done when you're on empty. And just to piggyback off of that tip, I think it's also important to create small goals and set practical expectations on yourself, especially when you are not at your best. Like I mentioned, there are times when the most important thing you can do is to slow down and rest, give your mind and body what it needs, 
But something that I think is not talked about enough is when doing absolutely nothing actually makes you feel worse, but at the same time, you don't have the energy or the motivation to be super productive either. I often call this the in-between phase, which is somewhere between not being able to rest and slow down, but also not having enough energy and motivation to be productive. And for me, this is probably one of the hardest places to be at mentally because I feel like nothing I do is helpful and I feel restless and that's kind of where I found myself this last week in this in-between space of not being able to really rest properly and recharge my mind and my body but at the same time I could not find the energy to do any of the things that I had to do but what helps me navigate this in-between space is setting small and very manageable goals for myself to complete each day and that could be as simple as making sure I make my bed or I clear out my inbox by the end of the day and I just find that accomplishing these small tasks and checking off my to-do list really helps boost my motivation and helps me build momentum for the bigger tasks ahead so that's kind of what I focus on this week instead of forcing myself to do nothing because that didn't feel good and also forcing myself to do those really daunting tasks. I just focused on the little things each day like doing my morning routine, working out, just completing my daily routines and habits that I know help me feel good and by the end of the week I had built enough momentum to complete those really big daunting tasks on my to-do list and I was able to knock those things out within a day and I know how Had I forced myself to try to complete these things at the beginning of the week, it probably would have taken me all week to complete the task versus having enough energy and momentum to complete it in a day. Setting small, manageable goals and having realistic expectations of yourself is so important when you are struggling to show up for yourself. And the last tip that I have for showing up for yourself is to simply hold yourself accountable. So as I mentioned earlier, Now that I have a better grasp of my self-sabotaging behaviors, I have become better at being able to prevent them and make positive changes when I feel myself starting to self-sabotage. So for example, I mentioned how one of my self-sabotaging tendencies is to isolate myself when I'm already feeling down. And I know that by isolating myself when I'm already feeling down only makes me feel worse. And this past week, I was starting to self-sabotage by isolating myself. So I had a FaceTime date planned with my best friend back home. We haven't really spoken in a while. We've obviously like texted and talked to each other on social media, but we haven't had like a deep life catch-up session in a while. And, And it was long overdue for one. So throughout the day, I found myself wanting to cancel on her and reschedule. But I had to ask myself, would canceling this FaceTime date make me feel worse in the end or would it make me feel better? Because obviously there are times when the best thing you could do for your mental health, your well-being is to spend time alone, to reschedule plans with friends, to just be with yourself. And I definitely have those moments where I feel I need to be alone to feel better. But I think intuitively I knew that this wasn't one of those moments and this was me self-sabotaging. So I held myself accountable to our plans and of course after our FaceTime date I ended up feeling so much better. I felt excited and happy just to like be talking to my best friend. We made plans on what we are going to do when I visit next month and I left the conversation just feeling so excited and grateful and happy and had I canceled 
out of self-sabotage, I know that I just would have felt more alone and more sad and more down. So I think when we are in these moments where we're about to self-sabotage, we just have to ask ourselves, is this going to help me or hurt me? So these are my tips for how we can best show up for ourselves when we're struggling, when we're in a funk, in a rut. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode, that you found some helpful tips in today's conversation. And if you have any more tips, I'd love to hear what you guys do when you find yourselves in a rut, in a funk, having a bad mental health day. Feel free to share them with me on Instagram if you want to continue the conversation. But that is all I have to say for this week's episode. I hope that you enjoyed. As a final reminder, be sure to check out our sponsors for today's episode. The link to that will be in the show notes. And if you want to catch up with me on YouTube or Instagram or any of my other platforms, the links to that will also be in the show notes. That is all I have to say. As always, until next time, remember to just glow with it. Bye.